So Melek, you just fell on your face and this figure has actually let you go and they went in to talk to the mayor. What do you two do now? You see, sometimes it is useful being a stupid idiot. Oh, alrighty. Let's say, um... Well, we can either find plants either at the market or I would guess down at the dock area. I guess there would be some wildlife area. Uh, you have any ideas to track, track me or no? Uh, not particularly, no. I think we should probably not go back into the forest, but 20 forest, 20 forest, 20 forest. There's a plain right. area in between the forest and the town. I say we go take a look, see if we can find any nice flowers in the plains. All right, let's do it. As you two go out, I would like you both, well, actually, I'm going to say track me here because I'm assuming, I'm going to make the assumption you have the highest uh, nature. Oh, yeah, he probably definitely beats me. Uh, I have a plus five to nature. Yeah, I only got a plus two. Nature check. Um, huh. that is a natural four for a nine. Uh, you guys aren't able to find any, sadly. It just looks more like this long grasses. See a few people out working the fields and some people wandering around, some guards doing some long-winded patrols on this sunny summer day. <sighs> Well, I don't think we're going to find any flowers in this area. Uh, All right, let's go down, down by the docks and see if we can find any like water lilies or something, maybe. And you guys go down. So you go down by the docks. Uh, make another nature check. Come on, roll better. Hey, there we go. That's a natural 13 plus 5 for an 18 this time. Yeah. Hey, cuties. Under one of the docks, you're able to find a, a clump of 10 flowers. They are growing out of what looks like a moss. They're very strange flowers, which Rackery is able to recognize them as salt lilies. And they are a light blue in color. Very pretty. All right. Don't touch them. Don't pick them yet. I'm going to go ahead and cast plant growth. Wait, Mark, before that, you did cast identify, right? Yes. The cloak was normal. The cloak itself was normal? Okay, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just that's long, interesting. Yeah. Now that's interesting or creepy. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, yes, I cast the uh, identify and then now I'm going to do plant growth. So, what does plant growth do? Mark, you are insane. I, I, I just I, want so, you to know this. You are so this is going to take eight hours and it's going to affect over a half mile radius. Or you can cast <laughs> it instant, or you can cast it instantaneously. I could. Uh, which did I do? Oh, I guess I'll instantaneous just do makes more sense. Okay, I'll just do the instantaneous. Um, so this, uh, let's see where are we at here. A creature moving through here. You can see where you Oh, uh, wait, that's the eight-hour one. Um, plants yield twice normal amount. Oh, wait, that's food as well. Essentially, it's just invigorating everything that's within the area that I cast it. 
He's basically okay. showing a year's worth of growth into eight, uh, six seconds. As uncontrollably the moss spreads and blossoms as salt lilies blast out from underneath the dock. You see fish swim away in absolute terror as the moss overtakes them, the algae growing, destroying their little homes immediately. Salt lilies growing out, enjoying the nutrients of Melod's magic as he plays a short tune on his, uh, his instruments. The entire dock begins to creak as roots grow up it, ripping barnacles off of the posts and wrapping them themselves as more of this algae grows up it. Salt lilies blasting out, blooming instantaneously from the entire dock. Up and aside from its top part is covered with these flowers. The uh, low tide when the tide comes in, it will surely rip many of them into the sea where their seeds will go off to uh, spread elsewhere. And no, as, we're you, in... as you oh, do God. this, from the soft mud underneath this place, it's now disturbed by countless root systems easily uh, growing through it, looking for more nutrients to sap. Now you hear a growling as something begins to rip and tear out of the mud. A horrifying little creature appears. Kidneys evolved. <laughs> its skin is a darkish gray. And it is. It is, it is not wearing a shirt. But its skin and musculature is not that of a person's. Spines grow out from all across its body. Black keratin spires ripping from its flesh. Its mouth and, and nose have fused into one. Sharp teeth and glowing yellow eyes without any, any pupils or irises. Pink flesh wrapping around the uh, sclera as it looks around, panting and breathing and is spitting out salt water, a small little crown of these same spikes, its skin, its fingers bleed from the beds of its nails and it has small pinkish lumps covering its grayish body. It looks at you and it lets out a horrific hissing sound and roll for initiative. All righty, that thing's definitely gonna die. Well, considering I think we just found the Dockerite. I would say so. That looks like a Dockerite to me if I ever saw one. <sighs> Initiative. Nope, that's a six. Please tell me I have... No, I don't. I thought I had Sky right here. I don't. That's yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I have uh, Common Initiative. I have 8, 9, 10, 11. And I am finding this thing. What did everyone get? 11. Six. Six. And this thing will go at. Yeah, okay. As the creature lunges forward at Melek, sensing that it was him who disturbed its slumber. <laughs> Jerk. 
around this creature, you can all feel something strange. There's something really wrong with it. The area around it almost seems, there's almost like an aura blasting out this creature like a beacon. And you don't really know what it does. You can't even see it. It just is a feeling, a feeling of just incorrectness that nature has somehow been inverted here. Um, and the creature goes, opening its jaws, its sharp teeth, not even look, they don't even look like they've been made to tear flesh. There's no curve to them. They're just spikes of white teeth as they go to bite into Malik. As Malik, what is your AC? 14. As the creature goes to bite you, you lift the sword of Erasure and block it. Its teeth bearing down on the uh, scorched blade before you knock it back and lose your turn. So it did no damage to me, correct? Yeah, you blocked its attack. Okay, I just want to make sure. So I'm not, I can't use Hell's Rebuke then. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, um, where the heck is it here? Uh, do, do, do. All right, so we we have not seen Clackett recently, yes? No. I'm going to, uh, for my uh, cantrips or bonus action, yes or no? No. No? Okay, rats. Ah, all right, we'll just go with this two-handed sort of a razor hit. Roll to hit. Alrighty, and we have here. 16 to hit. You hit. All right, that's going to be on the D10. Alrighty, and that's a plus one on the bonus. All right, seven points of damage. As just as you knock it away, immediately shifting the blade in your hand, you go and slash creature across the chest diagonally. As blackened, sick Icor shoots out of it, the creature lets out another pain to hiss. As it is now the turn of Trachmere. Okay. Um, is just gonna be like, no, not okay. Um, he's gonna take his walking staff, he's gonna take the staff of fire breath, cash shillelagh on it, and smack him with it. Roll to hit. So, what does it look like when you cast shillelagh on your magical staff? Uh, well, for this one, the magic just falls right off because I rolled a one. Oh no. As uh, Trachmere, unprepared for the new just moss around you, uh, you get you kind of just met, you uh, you 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 take a step forward to swing into this creature's hitting to hit it right in its new wound as it goes and uh, is try to step away from you, all of you. As you kind of get stuck in the the moss and you swing, uh, you swing awry. Knocking a clump of moss into Malik's face. Malik, you have, to, nice. you have to wipe that off as your bonus action next turn. Great. As the creature um, 
kind of emboldened by this, lets another hiss, and then out jumps at uh, Trackmere. Although Trackmere regaining his footing, you are able to shove the end of the staff into his mouth and knock it backwards. As the creature again is now ready, it is now the turn of Malik once again. All right, so I am definitely going to remove said moss. Yes. And I'm going to go for another swing. Fourteen to hit. You hit. Stay in the dice tray, please. Thank you. Nine points of damage. As you take another, just you slash the creature across the abdomen, and you see its gnarled, disgusting intestines fall out. And you can still see them moving. As you can see, um, veins pulsing on them of this black eye core, and they're, they're moving. And uh, you can see what looks like tiny little arms trying to reach back to its, they reach back at each other from the top and bottoms of the wound. This is now the turn of track here. Okay, let's try to whack him again. Bonk. Bonk. 16 in total. You hit. A. Nine damage. How do you want to kill it? Aha. Um, very panicked. Uh, grab a piece of exorcism cloth, wrap it around the staff. <laughs> Be like, okay, I can do this. Cast Shillelagh. Uh, and this time, like, it almost seems like the chlorophyll pulls out of the plants and almost like catches on fire when I cast Shillelagh on it. And um, there's this very bright green fire around the staff as I smack him. Just as you bring casually. This, you bring this, you, wrap, you bring this green flaming strike into the creature's head. You see its skull cave in under your strike. And as the green fire fades, something happens. And in, in a way, it's more terrifying than if it didn't. Something doesn't happen. It's more terrifying that way as the creature falls dead, not exercised. It doesn't dissolve either. This isn't a Dockerite. What? Yeah, that's only slightly terrifying. All right, I'm gonna look over at Tracker and be like, "Go find a, uh, go find Clackett. I'll wait here with the body." Okay, I will go find Clackett. As um, Jeff, what are you up to? Uh, wand wandering around the residential district, I'm w waiting for my crow to return with an answer from the boss. Your crow, despite flying all the way to a different area in, uh, in this province, returns abnormally fast with a message saying, the arrangements have already been made. Good job on the sale. We'll be arriving shortly. Uh, um, does the note allude to where he is staying? Uh, it does not. Oh, okay, shit. So I wanted to go. I wanted you to go also, there. You also make ten gold from inside of there. Hey, that's cool. Um, 
What what are like the biggest hotels or inns in this area that look like that they could fit a man of his caliber? There is there's a large inn called the Knocking Light. Um in the very, very front of the residential district. All right, I'm going to go there and ask if Mr. Nigashimi made his, made uh, reservations there. He indeed did, says the person, a very thin-looking man, looking through um, a, book, a large, dark book as he looks upon the names scribbled inside of it. He goes, yes, yes, Nigashimi is scheduled to take a few days rest at the Knocking Blight Inn. Uh, I'm going... So that, now I'm going to proceed to ask about uh, his uh, grounds crew and maintenance of this fine establishment. This establishment is owned by his lordship. We have made all the necessary preparations for his arrival. And I'm, go- I'm going to ask him, like, what, is, what does their equipment look like for, uh, to take care of such luscious grounds? We have only the best equipment and employ a local druid to help in the maintenance of this lovely inn. Do you think that you could benefit from a shovel developed by Mr. Nikishimi himself? Chuck, Chuck, so pull Mr. Out Nikishimi owns the, owns the inn. Oh, Mr. Nikishimi owns the inn. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, they, have their, they have enough. I, I thought, all right. Um, how long do I, do we think I have until Mr. Nikishimi arrives? You have a day. I have a day. Yes. All right. I'm going to go set up a surveillance point to see what this old, this person with the gold eyes by the general store I was just at at the harbor. You arrive uh, in there. And as you're um, going by, you do pass track when you're arriving at this lovely dock area you actually do see Malik standing underneath there mr Malik, how are you today mr Malik. Malik. sorry wrong bun again i hate this i hate these buns um well track mirror yeah they're not track mirror excuse me mr uh Shovel salesman, you know, you're supposed to enjoy combat so much, yet you're never here when we need you. Um, you ever seen anything like this before? As, as I point to the body, as Jeff, you behold, and this is very telling for you, Jeff, especially considering some of your co workers. You behold one of the most mangled, disgusting looking creatures you've ever seen in your life. Uh, can I do it a check on it to see if I've ever recognized something like this? Yeah. Uh, what check would that would that be investigation or history? History. 18. Um, you look through your memories, and although you've never seen a creature like this, you've seen descriptions of it in old books or talked about by your colleagues, and it is a beast, a horrific creature, although you don't know the name of it. Uh, that can be made with the some of the darkest varieties of sarcomancy. 
Oh, it goes this. Flesh magic. This is dark flesh magic at its primely worst. How did you come across this? This damn mic, I'm just going to leave it unmuted. We were just picking flowers, track mirror and I, and a, um, well, a, uh, my gardening a, a green thumb uh, kicked into full effect, and a, uh, lo and behold, it produced this thingy out front of the dock. This is very disturbing. And uh, mind you, uh, you have not even seen magic like this among your uh, co-workers. This is very, very dis disturbing. We need to get to the bottom of who's ever creating these things. Trackmere went to get Clackett. Would you mind going and find Kidney to see if he's seen anything like this before or knows anything know, about it? Do you know where he has gone? Kidney? No idea. Okay, I'm investigating uh, something of my own at the moment, if you care to join. You collected the flowers, right, Malik? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, another thing, Jeff, there's like a fuck ton of salt lilies down here. Interesting. Speaking of, which, yeah, cool. speaking of which, since there are all these salt lilies here, and we have all these travelers coming in for the um, the special uh, wedding uh, proceedings, if you like to open up a business where uh, we sell salt lilies and shovels for these travelers who are coming in and out of the wedding, I believe we would find that very profitable. Inspiration. Ha ha! Yeah. And another feather of salesmanship to Melt's cap. So, uh, do you have a response to that, Jeff? Response to, wait, response to what did you say? Malik said that you guys should set up a business selling shovels and uh, uh, these, these huge quantity of flowers to the guests coming in for the wedding. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably be doing some shovel selling. I'm sure your boss would appreciate the, the extra income. Yeah, the, the boss is very well connected in this town. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to tell Mark about the creature that was described to me in the general store. Yes, uh, Malik, he describes to you about how there was a man in a cloak with piercing gold yellow eyes that was been seen lurking around the cloak, uh, the cloak, <laughs> around the docks at night with malformed creatures. Does this either match the description of the flyer that I gave to a um, Clackett or the creature we just fought or no? No, but yellow eyes are a signifier of things to do with a very dark figure from Zashu in history. And those who follow his example. The Onyx Emperor or... Yes. Uh, oh, God. I have another idea. What time of day is it? It's afternoon. Describe to me the surroundings, the surroundings uh, that we are in. Uh, there's a horrible monster at, dead at your feet. Um, there's a beautiful bloom of salt lilies. Your feet are very wet. You're in mud. It's low tide. 
allergies everywhere and you're underneath one of the docks of a very bustling market. Is there anywhere big enough that is by the docks or on the edge of the water that's around here to set up a tiny hut? Um, yes, as long as you're able to keep people outside of the area while you're setting it up. But with two of you here, you should probably be able to uh, do that, no problem. So here's you know, the one, plan. One person can make is it. We have it, all these saw lilies here. We're going to go ahead and we are. I'm going to cast the tiny hut and I'm going to make it look like the surroundings like the salt lilies, the moss, and all that in, in its in its appearance. And then we're going to gather some salt lilies and moss and et cetera to put on top of it as well. So it blends in real well. And then we can go stealth. Fantastic. Are you up for that, Jeff? Yeah, I always like the stealthy option. And as you guys begin creating your hut of hiding, <laughs> track mirror, you follow rumors of a man following Clackett's description, and you end up at a barracks where you find Clackett in jail. Oh, boy. Uh, no idea. Um, what? What did he do? The guard comes up someone. and says, tried to shoot old lady McGill. She was very elderly. I thought she was a Dockerite. She should be dead by now. Very strange. <sighs> oh, she's us. I'll come back for him in about 20 minutes. Give me a minute. I need to go yell at one of my party members real fast. <laughs> Someone left the clack and supervised. Yeah, and I have a feeling I know who. <laughs> it was totally worth it. So... <laughs> Oh God! So uh, yeah, uh, Trackbeard, you go. They'll go find Malik. Yeah, you you find him and Jeff creating this hut underneath the uh, uh, place near the corpse. Hmm, Trackbeard, look who I found. Did you tell Clackett to go off on his own? Oh, by the way, here's the eleven gold for the uh, the rooms. Oh, my room. Did we you have that in your inventory. Tell Clackett to go off. On his own. Actually, for the record, I just pointed to the quest board and had him read something, and then he was off on his own. <laughs> so yes, you did. I never said. I never said the words. But you encouraged it. I ju I just drew his attention to a piece of paper. I thought he would enjoy reading. He is in jail right now because of you. Oh, all right. You uh, you help a uh, Jeff here. I'm gonna go and get our prisoner out. I, what what is going on? What are we doing here? I'll let Jeff uh, fill you in because he's no more information than I do. We're gonna spy on a dude and possibly jump him. Okay. He's got golden eyes and he's been harassing the local population. And um, I need this local population to peddle my shovels for me. So 
Yeah. Right. Got it. Cool. Okay. These shovels are a source of income. I hope you understand how important they are. Source of income for you, maybe. Not for me. I sell a lot of them. It's a source of income for all of us. Oh, before I go, I'm going to ask AM our track mirror directions to find Clackett. I uh, will give him directions to find Clackett. Malik goes off to find Clackett. Malik, you find Clackett in the, one of the town jails. Um, I go over to speak to the jail warden. Uh, he explains to you that he saw an elderly woman and tried to murder her, and his explanation was she was too old to still be alive, therefore she was a doctor, right? Uh, gentlemen, while I do sincerely, sincerely apo apologize for a, uh, my a, uh, companions out of our party's uh, behavior, uh, I'm assuming he owes some kind of a fine or something. Yes, about 20 gold. He says he has it on him but refused to pay us because, I quote, I'm right. Wait, Clackett says he's right? Yeah. I get a feeling this is some of the DM would say outside. You think I'm right. <laughs> um, all right, I'll, I'll pay them 25 and I'll do the extra five. It's like a tip or, or tax, whatever the heck you want to call it. So. Okay. All right. Um, take Clackett. Uh, I tell him we need to investigate something at the docks. Um, but is there a way I can stop at the general store on the way back before we go back to the docks, Tim, or no? Yes, you can. All right, so let's do that. Uh, yes, you arrive with Clackett. Okay, um, I'm going to look for lanterns um, or a singular lantern, like like you're like a railroad lantern or a house lantern or something like that. Um, in various condition, it doesn't matter. Even if it's, if it's like one that's in really bad condition, I can cast mending on it. Okay, you find a good lantern for five gold. All righty. Go ahead, do that. Um, now, does this lantern take oil or does this not have a source? It takes oil. Okay, um, I'm going to modify it a little bit. Um, I'm going to leave the bottom reservoir open. I'm going to remove the wick. And in uh, when I remove the wick, it's gonna leave that AS circle open that would pull from the oil from the reservoir. I'm going to instead insert the candle uh, that I have, the uh, trick candle that never burns out there into that uh, bowl in there. And that way I won't have to put any lamp oil in it exactly. And then that way it's always lit. Um, and then I'm going to put that in my inventory. Um, and then we're going to go off to the docks that I'm going to ask a uh, placket uh, other than uh, finding the old woman, did you uh, come across anything else interesting? No. I, as we're walking back, I'm going to describe to him the uh, creature that Chuck described to me. Interesting. Doesn't sound like a done dead to me. We found something else interesting, too. Let me take a look at it. I am a master of oddities. And then you arrive. Oh, what is that? I thought you said you were a master at oddities. This is a bit too odd. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, he takes out an incursion detector. I have that too. <laughs> it is, uh, it's glowing at its weakest. Sorry. And it's definitely not natural. We can we can decide that. Yeah, the eraser didn't work on it. Well, it was an exorcism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what are you guys going to wait until night time? Yes. Hey, we're gonna reload here then. <laughs> <laughs>